Hey, you got campfire talk. Hear the campfire in the background? Let's go, bitches! Everybody watch out! There's a lobster loose! Cover yourselves in butter! The corona is here! Hey, how's everybody doing? You surviving the corona? The COVID-19? I hope everybody's doing good. Keep your hand sanitizer close by. It's your new best friend. Six feet away from people. Don't go out in the public if you have, if you, unless you have to. I'm still working. I have to be out in the public. Try to stay away from everybody as much as possible. Try not to touch anything. I'm lucky. My wife's a nurse. And we've always, every time we go to the damn grocery store. Oh, get the hand sanitizer out. Wipe your hands off. Get squirts it in my hands. No matter what, we're touching shopping cart. She's always got the hand sanitizer out, wiping it off. So she's always stickler for washing her hands, making sure we wash our hands. So we've kind of always have done that all. So I've been washing my hands, especially now. I mean, like I said, I've always had my wife's etched it into my brain to always wash my hands, use hand sanitizer. But now, I got a big hand sanitizer in my car, wherever I go. You know, let's be smart people. This shit is for real. Uh, I don't think it's gonna get any better yet. I think we still got the worst to come. Uh, you know, hopefully something comes good out of this. I don't know. I mean, the bad thing is that it's keeping everybody, everybody now is going to get them even more addicted to their phones. That's the only problem I see with this. Everybody's going to want to not be around other people, afraid they're going to get something. You've got all these, you know, these, these crazy people always think they're going to get something from someone. I don't know. I, that, that's the only thing that worries me a lot is that this is going to get, you know, this younger generation, how all they do is communicate on their phone. Now they're really on their phone. Nobody's leaving the house. I mean, business can see that you can do more from your house. Um, I'm lucky. My real job is doing remodeling. I, for the most part, I work by myself. Once in a while, I get people, I had someone come and help me. With this job I'm on right now, but um, it's good because I'm remodeling the basement. I don't even see, I don't even come 20 feet from my customer. She's working from home, her kids are home, and they totally stay out of the way. I'm totally in the basement all by myself, and it's good. Uh, you know, most of my jobs, I'm 
nobody bothers me and you know I don't do too much you know I'm friendly with my customers or whatnot but it's all good um, my only problem is when I gotta go to the heart the sort of like Lowe's Home Depot you know lumberyard bullshit like that you know to store to get electrical stuff plumbing shit I do gotta go in there but they do all have sanitizer you see everything everybody's doing everything they can um, I gotta say Home Depot and fucking Lowe's though holy shit they're packed everybody's like uh, let's do some stuff at home which they got I got a bunch of jobs committed before uh, all the shit went down because who knows Hopefully don't cut into me. Hopefully they don't slow me down. Because I'm on a good roll right now. It was a tough winter. But, uh, yeah. Be safe out there, everybody. got to do what you got to do. Haven't been out. Haven't been out doing any of this podcast. I record a couple little things here and there. I got to start recording shit every day. Because I know people are going to want to start listening to shit and... You're going to hear my dumbass fucking ramble on. I'm going to have to get into uh, some stories. I think I'm going to have a guest soon. Uh, there's another Joe. Not the Joe that I normally have on. There's another Joe that wants to come on. And uh, I got to get out to him. But who knows with all this shit going on. But we'll see. I'm just going to keep plugging away here. I got to keep. I can start doing a little bit every day, so we're not getting so uh, can have something for you people. Um, like I say, every fucking time I know oh, I'm gonna try to do it more. Yeah, yeah. He says he's gonna keep trying to do it more, but the fuck, you gotta wait a whole fucking month before you get another one out. But so stay safe, everybody, and uh, keep your hand sanitizer next to you. That's your new best friend. Wash your hands all the time, wherever you go. You know, just no shaking hands, no hugging. It sucks because I'm a hugger. I love hugging people. What are you going to do? But uh, stay safe, people. Let's talk a little football. A little, little bit of football. It's probably going to end up being a fucking half an hour. Who the fuck knows? But yes, Tom Brady has left the Patriots. Jesus Christ. The guy is on there for 20 fucking years. Ugh. It's fucking been terrible. 20 years. Fucking ridiculous. Finally, he's gone. What's going to happen now? Is uh, old Bill going to get fucking... Uh, is he going to still be the same? What's going to happen? What is going to happen? The Patriots going to be the dominant in the AFC East? Is uh, Brady going to take the Buccaneers to the fucking Super Bowl? They got a hell of a team. Got a great coach. Love the coach. My brother-in-law looks just like him. <laughs> but uh, you got tons of weapons over there. The defense is good. 
Uh, you had a good coach for the defense. It's it's basically a whole almost the whole coaching staff that was with with them when uh, they went to the Super Bowl, uh, the Cardinals, and uh, they they definitely definitely got a good chance chance with uh, the old TB12, Tampa Bay 12, Tom Brady 12. Oh, the one person I feel bad for is my boy Willie. Woo, Willie's got to be crying blues. I haven't even call, called him yet. I feel so bad. He's a big Patriots fan. Oh, being all with all this COVID 19 shit going on and him not being able to go anywhere, and then the fact that he has to. Uh, know that his boy Tom Brady is leaving the Patriots the Patriots they got nothing oh I don't know we'll see how good a coach Belichick is I mean the guy's fucking smart but it helped that he got totally lucky with Tom Brady I mean believe me if they would have thought Tom Brady was as good as he is or that he what that he became. They wouldn't have drafted him with a six round pick. I'm sorry. They would have drafted him way earlier than that. They wouldn't have waited to the sixth round. They had no fucking clue. No clue. I mean, who else has Belichick drafted that's become a superstar? Who? Nobody. Uh what is it, Gilmore, whatever, the fucking cornerback there? That guy was from Buffalo. Buffalo drafted him. They let him go. So, I mean, he's got some guys, you know, I think what? Did he, I don't even know. If, did he draft Bruski? I'm not sure. But still, those are defensive guys. He's been defensive guys whole life, linebackers. He, I hope he at least can draft some linebackers. I mean, he is a defensive guy. He did keep, teach linebackers. You know, that's that's what it is. So, whatever. So, the thing is, now I'm talking about Tom Brady. He got turned down. The 49ers didn't take him. Pretty sure he wanted to go to 49ers. That's what the rumor was. He wanted, he wanted, wanted to see what was going on with Tennessee. Tennessee didn't want him. They made a better choice. They signed their quarterback. Um, you know, uh, let's see who else. Uh, who else could he have went to? The Colts. Colts. They signed their quarterback. They didn't. Uh, they got uh, what you call it from San Diego. Uh, who else was there? Uh, you know, Tom Brady got left there fucking San Diego. San Diego didn't want him either. Maybe he didn't want to go there. I don't know. I mean, four or five teams that really didn't want him. They could have had him. You know? Uh, many people could have had him. But nobody wanted them. Just uh, Tampa Bay. 
which I think is probably the best all-around bet for him anyhow, so, uh, I don't know, we'll see, it's Tom Brady, you know, started noticing he wasn't, he wasn't holding on to the balls long, he didn't want to get hit, he wasn't throwing that, you know, some of you see these younger quarterbacks, they throw that ball, they throw that ball right before they get hit, they, they know they're going to get hit, they hang in there, and they throw it, Tom seen them coming, he said, I'm getting this fucking ball out of here. He's, I mean, I ain't fucking counting against the guy. He's fucking getting old. I know, I, you know, I'm fucking 50 years old. I fucking know what it's like. I mean, he, what is he, 40-something, 42? I mean, you don't need to be getting hit by fucking 300-pound guys fucking are super athletes going 100 miles an hour. So, I mean, you know. He was, he was taking a, he's making career choices there. He wasn't making no, uh, you know, he was, wants to stay around and play. He knew he was going to get, was going to get $30 million this year? Shit. Like, he needs it. So, what else? Uh, let's see. Colts got, uh, um, God, why can't I think of his fucking name? Jesus Christ. What the fuck? Philip Rivers. Jesus. How the hell did I forget that? Alright. Yeah, so, I don't know. They paid him $25 million. That ugly ass throwing motion. I don't know, man. He's got the fire, but ah, I don't know if I'd be giving him $25 million. I don't know about that one. Then you got the Tennessee Titans. They re-signed Tannehill, which is a really good deal. I mean, it, I've always liked Tannehill. Uh, had a couple of injuries, set him back in Miami, plus they had a shitty team. You know, I thought he was going to do better than he did, but who knows, you know. It all depends what's around you. Uh, I think what once he started uh, playing, he was like, the best QBR bullshit, whatever it is, for Titans last year. So, you know, he did a nice job with them. I think he's perfect for that team. You throw that deep ball, they got a nice running back. Uh, I think that's a that's a, a really good signing for them. They shouldn't even they shouldn't have been even in question for fucking Tom Brady. Screw that shit. Uh, signing Tannehill, that was. That was good. That was a good call on their part. Uh, who else? Who else got some big fucking signings? Um, well, you got the other. Uh, let's see. The Cam Newton got released. Who's he gonna go to? Everybody's saying San Diego. It makes total sense. San Diego totally makes sense. Um. Yeah, definitely. San Diego makes sense. So, uh, we'll see if it happens or not. You know, uh, let's see. Who else we got? Uh, Jameson. All this talk about Jameis Winston. 
the guy, uh, I was just listening that they said some, uh, they were talking about him not uh, being able to, uh, he, he would throw interceptions and a lot of times it was guys that were running the wrong routes. Uh, you know, some were his fault, but a lot of times guys were running the wrong routes and shit. My answer to that is, what the, the the they have no faith in the guy. There's no faith in the guy. When you got faith in your quarterback, they're like shit. In their head, they're running that pattern. They, they're looking and they say, "I know I could go here, but can Jameson throw it there? Let me go to the easier spot where he can throw it. It'll hit me. Won't get interception." And then he throws it there. I think that's the big deal. I don't know where he's going to end up. He's a backup. I always like the kid. I kind of, uh, I, I've always kind of rooted for Florida State. I root for a few college teams. Um, I always liked Florida State. <clears throat> I was a big Florida State fan um, when Dion was there. Because um, I hated Miami, so I had, and they played Miami every year, so I had enough having to uh, watch Florida State and cheer for Florida State a lot. Plus, I don't know. I guess I like the Indian thing. I don't know. Kansas City Chiefs shit. And, uh, I like I like the Braves. Fucking I don't know. I like the fucking whole. <laughs> but yeah, Jameson, he's he's good. But when he had all the talk, I mean, like I said, I was I watched a lot of college football back then, and I never understood what all the hype was about him. I mean, he was good, but I didn't think he was going to be a great, great quarterback. I thought he'd be average quarterback at the best. Um, he's got a good rah-rah attitude and shit on the sidelines. But, you know, he's, uh, I think, uh, I, I can't see anywhere him to go. I heard him say Pittsburgh, which probably is good. I, I could see him being a stealer. could see him sitting on the sidelines there. <clears throat> Um, I just think he's too risky. People were saying, oh, maybe he goes to the Patriots. I highly doubt that. But the way Belichick is with protecting the ball, he's like the extreme opposite of what Belichick is going to do. I think Belichick's going to roll the dice on what he has. Maybe they pick up, if, the, if a quarterback slides to him in draft, maybe they pick one up. Because I guess they just uh, re-signed Hoyer. So... Um, yeah, that's, uh, I think, uh, I don't know where Jameson's going to go. He's, I don't know, he's, he's a tough, he's a tough pick. I'm not sure, he's, I don't know, maybe the Raiders pick him. I don't know, the Raiders signed, signed, uh, what you call it. Um, I don't know, it's a tough pick. I mean, if you can... Get him to calm down, maybe get him to mature. I don't know. You never know. The kid's got all the talent in the world, but sometimes you just can't you can't get past that 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 wanting just thinking they can throw it all the time. They think they're such a great athlete. Maybe, maybe this makes him calm down a little bit. Maybe he thinks he's such a great athlete he can just put the ball in wherever the hell he can put it in. So I don't know. I, I can't 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 imagine what team would be good for him. Um I don't know, maybe they take him in Carolina. Uh, whoever drafts one of these good quarterbacks, maybe they'll pick him up. 
I'm not sure. But, uh, I mean, shit. Like I said, Tampa Bay, they got it going on right now. All right, what else we got with the NFL going on? We got uh, the local team here. I'm a little ways from Buffalo, but they, they're they Buffalo Bills fans in my area. I'm Western New York. We got uh, they got the big trade or the yeah was it a trade yeah a trade. Got Stephon Diggs. That's huge for them. They needed a big time receiver. Uh, I mean, he's pretty big time, I guess. Uh, who else did they get? Uh, there was a couple little trades here and there. Where Gurley went. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that already. Uh, yeah, but I think the Bills Bills are heading in the right direction. They're, uh, I think they're the number one team now in the AFC. You got uh, New England losing their man. And uh, we'll see what happens. Got a bunch of other acquisitions going on, but who cares? Nothing's going on. We'll see in the draft. I think we got uh, you know a lot more will come up coming toward the draft. Uh, uh, Chicago had Nick Foles traded to him. Um, so uh, obviously their quarterback's fucking done. He was terrible last year. Got it. I thought I was going to try to give the guy a a chance, but man. He's fucking terrible. So, we will see on that one. All right. Let's get off this NFL shit and get into it. Hey, let's get into one uh, movie review. I just happened to watch uh, Ford vs. Ferrari. Uh, Matt Damon, Christian Bale. Uh, about a true story. Uh, they probably embellished a little bit on there. I think they changed a couple of things around in there. Um, when uh, Ford wanted to get into racing, doing Le Mans, the... 24 hours of Le Mans, and uh, I'll tell you what, it was a great fucking movie, great fucking movie, I loved it, I watched it, had to watch it two days later because I couldn't stop thinking about it, I loved it, I love, I, I love fast cars, uh, I love all that shit, that whole movie was great, um, you know, uh, great acting in it. You really hated the bad, you hated the villains they had. It. I mean, you fucking hated them. The one guy from Ford hated that fucking dude. I wanted to punch that fucking dude in the head. Uh, I, I couldn't recommend it anymore. I mean, if you don't like cars and shit like that, but I mean, just the acting in it. It's kind of, you know, there's a little bit of a love story with Christian Bale and his wife. And I forgot her name, but um, the lady who plays her is in uh, my wife's favorite series. I think it's Outlander, something like that. I think that's what it is. Um, she's a great actress. 
you know, she doesn't have a huge role in the movie, but this is a really cool movie. The effects are awesome. And the director is, oh God, what is his name? I, think it's, uh, I don't want to say because I don't even know, but I, I know it's on the tip of my tongue, but he did a, he did a, a 310 Yuma and He's a director who doesn't like using a lot of CGI. He doesn't like use, I think for some of the crowds to make them look bigger, they used it. But he likes doing everything old school. You know, all the car footage and everything. Everything was old school, real, just filming the whole thing. Um, it was a great movie. I, I mean, I, I thought it's, it's one of my favorite movies. Shit, I want to watch it again. I've watched it two times in the last last week or so so um yeah i mean i don't know i haven't set any uh star rating or anything but it's it's all the way up there um so if you get a chance to see it especially if you're a guy it's it's kind of a guy's movie but my wife enjoyed it too it's got that little bit of love story they put that in there a little bit you know what i mean um it doesn't have your typical ending. It doesn't have the perfect ending, or I, I shouldn't say that. I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, but it's about how it, it is. It's how Ford came into racing. They wanted to race. Ferrari had won the Le Mans for four years in a row, and uh, it's cool. It's got uh, it's got the one dude from Walking Dead who I liked a lot that got killed off in the beginning. Um, what the hell is his name? I don't know either, but. Go check it out. It's a great movie. Get it on Netflix or whatever you have it. I went and bought it. So uh, go see Ford versus Ferrari. All right. Get away from mother. Corona talk and this fucking football talk bullshit and I'm sure I missed a couple of things. Like I said, I'm going to try to get out. I don't know if I can uh, do some conference calls. They know I can't do it from my fucking house because we got no service out here. Trying to get that taken care of. Maybe I get Sean to put something together out where he is. So I should be doing getting everybody to put something together and uh Put their little tidbits in or yeah, see if I could do some kind of a conference call or something. Uh, but uh, had a couple things, big surprises this, this past uh, end of the winter here come through. I, uh, I got an aunt that lives in California. She's my favorite aunt, my Aunt Kay. And uh, she's been doing all this uh, genealogy stuff, the uh, Ancestry.com. And uh, she came by, she came to visit, she did a whole tour around the whole country, and um, she stopped up here in New York and for many places, and uh, while she was up here, she told me that she found out that we have um, some Italian in our, in our DNA, and it's funny because my whole life, we've always been considered my last name is Lorraine so we've always been considered French we always thought we were French um, 
We knew my grandmother from my father's side was uh, Irish and Scottish and a little bit of English. But I think mostly, you know, like Irish and Scottish line. And uh, so, and my grandfather, we thought, was just French. Because he kind of, he looked that way. He looked European. And um, we didn't know anything else. My mother's side of family is basically English. So, you know, it's kind of boring. But uh, <laughs> it is what it is. But, um, and I've been wanting to do the DNA thing. I, I'm probably going to do it soon. Um, just to get on here on the on this uh, thing that my aunt's doing. You know, she's put us on there and stuff. We can look on there and all that crap. But, um, so, as she was doing it, she started getting, I don't know if you get people's names or you can just, you can message the people and uh, um, let them know if they, if something crosses and you have like some kind of familiar DNA with them. I don't know exactly how it works, but I believe that's how it goes. And she came across this guy, Bob, and it said in there that we were related somehow. And it's like a close relative relation. And so she messaged this guy, Bob, and I think, I'm not sure if it took, I don't know how long it took to get back to her, but... Um, she, uh, you know, they, they started comparing notes, and she just wasn't sure if they were, like, cousins or what the deal was. You know, somehow we related, not sure. Maybe it was my mother's, my grandmother's side, her mother's side, uh, you know, somewhere down the line. But it was a close relation. And then uh, um, she had to, they wanted to find out how close it was. Something like that. Like I said, I don't know the whole story, so I might be fucking wrong somewhere, but whatever. We'll get to the end of this, whatever. So, I guess my Uncle Pete lives out in California. Somehow they can trace the DNA a lot better. They can see exactly how it fits into the story or whatever. So, my Uncle Pete did his, which is, you know, it's obviously my Aunt Kay's brother. And they confirmed that somehow... We were re relate, really closely related to this guy, Bob. And not that he was their brother or anything, but like a cousin. And so as my aunt got to know my uncle, I mean, uh, uh, this guy, Bob, she, uh, he started saying that he, his grandfather had a brother and they had been looking for him and he had lived with his, his grandfather and his grandmother for a while and said every time he'd bring up, you know, his brother, he would say, oh, no, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to talk about it. I, you know, we disown him, whatever. He's not part of our family. I don't want to talk about him. But then he would get his grandmother, would tell him little things here and there. And uh, there wasn't a lot to know. But as you can see, what the story's leading to is that my grandfather is his um his brother yep sorry i was interrupted all right where was i uh so come to find out my grandfather is the brother of bob's grandfather so i think uh like bob my second cousin um something like that and his grandfather passed away a while ago, not too long ago, but um, 
So, and the thing is, they're all Italian. And their name is, it's uh, with Italians, how everybody spells everything a little different. Um, I guess the, the, he knows that his grandfather or his father or grandfather changed the way they spelt it. But um, the, uh, the the original way it was was spelled was is uh, is Kamanali, and uh, that should be my last name, not Lorraine. Uh, so my aunt had a, did a, did a bunch of research. She didn't want to tell us all this. I think she told the brothers and sister, my aunts and uncles, um, about exactly what was going on before she told all the nieces and nephews and the rest of us. Um, but, uh, so my aunt has done ton of research I, mean, I think she's been doing this for eight years and, uh, finds out that my, um, my grandfather changed his last name in 1923. And my grandfather is, he was old when he died. He was, well, we originally thought he was born in 89. She found out that he was, now that we, she found out the last name, the correct last name, she found out he was born in 19, I mean, 1891. Um, I think he lived to be in his mid-90s. I don't know, I have to look on there, but it's not important. But, um, yeah, so he changed his name. And they think she thinks probably around 1923. And uh, it's pretty cool. She has all this research. And then Bob has given her all pictures of my family. Uh, on, uh, you know, from his grandfather's side. And my grandfather had a, his brother. Um, and then he had several sisters i believe like six sisters and i guess back then and the funny thing is the guy freaking <laughs> he was married before he changed his name and then he wasn't around so his wife had him declared dead so she could get divorced from him <laughs> and then he had a second marriage and I believe it's when he changed his name. And that was, I think, yeah, because that was in 1923 or something like that. Because that's when they realized that his name was changed um, to Lorraine. And he, uh, truck's going by, I'm outside. Put an invisible fence for my dogs. Um. He uh, was married then to, an, uh, had another wife, and then in 1930, he disappeared again, and that wife had him declared dead so she could get divorced. <laughs> and then he married my Aunt Gretchen's wife, I mean mother, and uh, I believe they got divorced, and then he married my grandmother. And the funny thing is, I live in a town called Sotus, and my grandfather was born in Weedsport, New York, which is not too far from here. And he um, basically, then he moved to Auburn, Utica area, and lived in that area. We're trying to figure it out. 
what happened, why the family disowned them, um, stuff like that. Uh, my aunt got his military records because he was in the Navy. And uh, he was in the Navy in, what was it, 19, 1910, 1909, something like that. It must have been during the, the First World War. And supposedly he went, well, it's not supposedly, he did. It's on record. He went AWOL four times. <laughs> but then has a, a glowing letter that my aunt has that she sent us copies of, that she got a copy of anyhow, of recommendation when he, uh, of when he left the Navy from his officers because he had... He had a, uh, what was it called, um, yeah, hard labor for two years for doing that. And because, you know, he would be on like probation and then he would leave again. Um, so who knows how many fucking people we have around this country because, in, in other countries too, because he was in Japan. And the ship he was on, I can't think of the name of it, but originally this ship, because of back then it had sails, but then they had converted it over. And, and, well, maybe it still had sales, but his hard labor duty was for two years he did hard labor shoveling coal into a steam engine. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all been a, it's been a whirlwind, and there's so much more I can't even think of right now of, of everything that that guy freaking did. I mean, he was all over the place. Um, yeah, it just... I kind of, kind of makes sense. All this, everything makes sense to me. It's just, it, it, it all totally makes sense of certain things about our family and how, how certain people are and how I am. And it just makes more sense. My whole life, it's funny, except for years when we lived in California, but my whole life I've always had, I mean, where I live right now, it's predominantly Italian. I think what are we, you know, we got a lot of it was a blue, you know, it was it was a blue-collar town um, in Rochester, and it's a, a, plen a ton of Italians up here. And I always seem to be living in Italian neighborhoods. And many of my friends would tell me, um, they always thought I was Italian. I was like, no, and they're like, you've you got to be Italian, you're Italian. And uh, my one buddy, Joe, his mother used to tell me, she was older, Teresa, she used to tell me, oh, honey, you know, you're Italian. She used to tell me, don't worry, you're Italian. Because she used to cook for me all the time. I used to love it. My best friend, Sean, you guys heard him. I used to love going over to his house with all the Italian food. We've had, uh, we had some other neighbors, and I lived in another town. And they were right off the boat from Italy. And we used to start going over there and hanging out. And we hung out with them, and it was, it was like it was all natural. My... Uncle Dick from my grandmother's he had gotten pregnant not from my grandfather he's at my oldest uh, uncle he's Italian and we used to hang out with their family because um, he married an Italian woman my Aunt Lisa was one of the best ever I mean she was like she was an Italian Dr. Ruth and uh, she was the best and we, it was like, you know, we were our own little Italian. My Aunt Sue married my Uncle Jimmy, who's Italian. So, I mean, every Sunday was pasta and sauce my whole life. So it, was, it wasn't like I, 
I grew up without it, but now it all kind of makes sense that it just was something familiar. I, I really strongly believe in the DNA things about that, and it just felt comfortable. Every time I was around Italians, I just felt comfortable. I felt like I was with my own people, and little did I know that I was. So, yeah, it's kind of freaky. It's kind of like a book. It's uh, There's way more to it than I'm saying now. They haven't, you know, when it first found out was, I think in January, February, and uh, been looking to it into it ever since. And my aunt's been trying to find out things, I'm trying to find out there's some police records and shit like that. And because you live in Utica, and the Utica is full of mob, they're trying to figure out why he uh, um, was disowned from his family. Part of it might be a military because of, of what he did with the military, but I'm not sure. Um, we're wondering if he was had some criminal fucking things. So I called up Utica. And I started doing all this research on Utica and uh, realized the mob was huge. The Gambino family was all huge in, in uh, Utica. And they, uh, I ended up getting a hold of the police department. And call him and ask him if, I, if there's any way I could get records for back in those days. And the guy told me, two people told me this. One person told me there was a fire in uh, 1973 and a lot of the records got destroyed. And then the other guy told me that they just had a flood a few years ago. Any other records that they had that were, you know, even 10 years old got ruined also. So... <laughs> Who knows, maybe the mob's still down there, I don't fucking know. But, um, yeah, so now, I'm a paisan, all my friends know it now. All my friends that thought it, they all knew it. They all knew I had to have something in me, I had to be, had to have something like that in me. And, uh, here my whole life I'm thinking going, fr uh, I was French, and now I realize I'm Italian. Um, it just makes sense. I mean, I, I kind of, I worked for a couple of kind of mobster dudes in my past. Um, I used to collect money for a fucking bookie. <laughs> I used to work in a bar with him. He owned a bar. And uh, I used to go collect fucking parley money for him. And uh, bet money sometimes. And uh, um, I just found out that guy just passed away. He was a good guy. He was a funny guy. Rich. And, uh, I remember they used to have, uh, worked in the bar and we would, I used to, uh, like manage the bar and be like a bouncer kind of fucking, it was just a small, small town bar. And, uh, a lot of people hang out there. But then at night we closed down and then the fucking mobsters would come. <laughs> Everybody would leave. I'd be the only one there. I'd be the bartender. They'd be fucking hanging out there to be like, there's a couple of guys that owned a couple of restaurants. One guy I knew really good. I was friends with that I met a lot that I knew since I was young. We had been friends. It was funny. He owned the bar. He owned this really good Italian restaurant we have here. And, uh, and he passes away. Got, you know, R.A.P. Jussie. And, uh, you know, I mentioned a lot of dead people in here. But, uh, um, yeah. So we used to get, like, seven, eight guys in there. Fucking most of them were mob dudes. 
talking, shooting shit. It was great. It was it was just like you see in the movies. That's what's fucking cracked me up about it. And I I never thought about nothing. I mean, I just it was guys that I knew because I knew Rich and they were fucking his buddies and they're all Italian dudes. They were union reps and shit like that, you know. And I used to have a blast with them. But you know, another thing was I used to serve them their their alcohol and shit. I'd be the bartender, and they'd fucking snort coke off the fucking bar. <laughs> And, uh, and they all loved me. So, I don't know. I have no idea. So, there's a little something about me that, uh, I guess we can put out there. So, all right. All right, that's every. That's it. That's it, everybody. I will get back to you very shortly. Very soon, right, Benjamin? We get back to him. And uh, stay safe. Keep washing your hands. Use your sanitizer. Use your social distancing. Six feet. Do it. And uh, I'll be back with. I got a few things in the can here. So, all right. See ya. Lately I've been measuring Seems my time is growing thin Wind me up and watch me spin Watch me spin Watch me spin Skin and bones Skin and bones Skin and bones, don't you know? Skin and bones Skin and bones Skin and bones, don't you know? Just skin and bone with
within this frame of mind Heart of hearts, oh Valentine Till my mama 